Hey everyone, Pastor Joe here with Pastor Jeff here for the Weekend Extra. Super excited to dive in tonight. We wrapped up uh, this great series, The Most Interesting Man uh, Ever, right? Jesus is awesome. We've walked through the whole book of John. Uh, You need to make sure you get back into all of Mm -hmm. those messages. Catch up online if you haven't. And even if uh, you're just wanting to investigate Jesus, maybe you're just kind of stumbling in to the Weekend Extra now, make sure you check out all of those uh, messages. They're they're fantastic. Great overall snapshot of who Jesus was and what he came to do. But with the wrap-up, we talked about the resurrection and the power that's in the resurrection, not only uh, for who Jesus is, but what that means for us. And it does mean something for us. Sure. So Jeff, kind of walk us through a little bit about it, kind of practically what does it mean that we serve a resurrected Jesus, and how to kind of we live in that reality? You know what it what it does is it gives validity and kind of um, skin to all that Jesus promised mm-hmm. us. So things like you know um, you're more than conquerors, you're victorious. All power on earth has been given unto you. Um, those kind of things. And so I, when I think about living in the power of the resurrection or kind of the ramifications of the resurrection, I think of two things. I think of authority and power. Mm. Um, that, that, those are the things that kind of jumped to my mind first. So the the authority of Jesus. So when I'm interacting with Jesus, when I'm interacting with the Bible, God's Word, I'm interacting with the living God. Uh, and I think we really struggle with that today. And we talked about that during the conversation this weekend, that we many of us think of Jesus as like an add-on or self-improvement or someone who benefits me, and not a God that we would kneel before or tremble before. And so the power, his power, he wrote the laws of life and death. He exempted himself and raised himself from the from death, defying the very law that he wrote. I think we have to look at that and say, this is, this is God. And my life is under the authority and the definition of Jesus Christ. Now, he also says the power, the authority that's given to me, I give to you. So it also brings power to my fellowship of Jesus, that I'm not a, a weak need when it comes to following Jesus or believing the Word of God or even proclaiming the truths of the promises of God. I do that in power. It's the power of Christ in me. It's not my own power. But, but it's not a, a timid power or an apologetic power. It is the power of the resurrected Savior. I think that's, that's a big thing of it. Uh, and, then, and then I also, I kind of think about that, and then I think about that power within me. When, when the Scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, when, when the Bible says that God has given me everything that I need for life uh, and, and uh, to follow Him, like all that is the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit at work within me. So living for Christ, living a Christ-like life, is not this far-off, far-fetched idea. A transformed life, a renewed mind, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Word of God in my life means that the, the Christian life and the calling of Christ is something that can be a reality for me. If Jesus is just another version of Dr. Phil or Oprah or whoever the guru is right now, um, then all that's stripped away. But if he is the resurrected God, he can't. He has defeated death. He has defeated sin. He can do that in my life, and his promises can actually hold true. I love that. And then all of the encouragements that we see in the rest of the New Testament, you know, 
come with boldness. You know, we're, we're encouraged. Paul encourages Timothy that uh, we don't. We're not given a spirit of timidity, but one yep. of power, uh, right. one of hope. And so um, these things begin to make more sense because it's not just this encouragement. It's this new reality that you are now living as a son, as a daughter of the yep. resurrected God who's alive today and living in and through us. And when Paul says, I want to know Christ, I want to know the power of his resurrection and the fellowship and joy of sharing his sufferings, but, but the power of his resurrection, what that actually means and does in someone's life, I, I think we get away from that. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can make Jesus an academic pursuit or we can make him an emotional pursuit and both of those things have validity in their right place, but he it, he is the God. He is God of creation and the universe full of power and might and wisdom, and, and that the resurrection is all of that, and we're invited into it. I think if, if we were going to find an encouragement at this moment, it would be, like you said, don't just pursue Jesus academically. Don't just pursue him for emotional needs, but go engage the person. Right. Because this resurrected right. God is there. To work with us and interact with us. Wants to know you, wants to walk with you, wants to interact with you, wants to transform you, has revealed himself to you through his word in the church. It's a it's an amazing thing. So let, let Jesus be who he is. Yeah, absolutely. So don't don't uh, take this moment for granted. Maybe God is really trying to get a hold of all of us and say, come back to me as the living God, as the person to interact with mm. and see that transformation happen. This is the weekend next year. We'll catch you next week. Thank you.